Welcome. This is the Lady Leadership Podcast. Sam's goal is clear, helping as many women as she can meet their full potential in business and in life. Hi, this is Sam McIntyre and in this season of the Lady Leadership Podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about how to get the most out of your career, whether you have your own business, whether you work in corporate or whether you're just starting out, maybe you're finishing uni. So thanks for joining me and I look forward to sharing all my tips and hints on how to fast track your career. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Lady Leadership Podcast. I'm really super excited this week to be talking about career planning. I think, as you already may be aware, I built my career from my first job of being on the help desk to being a CIO, and I've been a CIO now probably for about the the last 10 years. And so what I really wanted to do was just help you out and give you the tips that I've used to build my career. Um, so I'm I'm super excited to to share this now. If you actually want um, this checklist, if you go to my website, which is www.lady-leadership.com, you can actually download this checklist as well that I'm going to go through. And then also today, I'm going to share. Uh, tip number 11 as well. So I'm going to go through 10 tips and then I'm going to share tip number 11. Now my, I was talking to my hubby about this this morning and he was like, actually, do you know what? I've used your tip number 11 in the workplace. And so keep your ears out for that one. Um, And also some further exciting news is I'm going to be doing a career planning lab. So I'm going to be kicking that off in the next few weeks as well. So again, um, if you're interested in that, just drop me an email at number one at gmail.com and I can share some more information about that. I'm going to be putting up some info on my website as well. So that's going to be like a six-week course that you can spend time um, with me and with a group of people basically going through a set strategy for your career. So yeah, super excited about that. So, um, and also please, you know, if you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe. Um, and also, you know, if you're really enjoying this podcast and I'd love you to, um, leave me a review as well. And then also, you know, DM me on Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram at lady.leadership. Send me a DM. If you've got any questions, if you've got any queries, then by all means, um, give me a, give me a contact. So, so I hope you're really well and keeping well in these crazy times. So, um, let me start with my tip number one. So there's 10 tips and then I'm going to share the 11th tip. So tip number one is, are you doing your current job to the best of your ability? And so, What I always kind of say is you're not necessarily going to get a promotion or get noticed if you may be not doing the job um, that people want you to be doing the job. So how do you figure out are you actually doing 
um, your job to the best of your ability. So, you know, I think a good place to start is actually your job description. So most people have a job description when they start, or maybe there was a position description when you started the position. So actually pull that out and actually go through and have a look at what are all the things that you need to do in your job and how would you actually rank yourself against that criteria? So how would you rate yourself? Are there things that you're like, yep, completely got that covered? I think you'll find in that job description, there's probably a couple of things that you could work on. So there's probably a couple of areas where you're like, oh, okay, yeah, actually, I think I could work on this. I would then also ask your boss for feedback on what you're doing well and what areas you need to work on. So what's their impression with on view. I would also make sure with them that you're having a regular meeting with them. Even if it's just half an hour a week or half an hour a fortnight, if now now if they're not being proactive and putting that in your diary, then I would be asking them to do that. So I would be saying, "Hey, I'd like to sit down with you and talk about the role. Do you mind if we have a catch up?" and then ask them about doing that on a regular basis. When you turn up to that meeting, you then want to actually be saying to them, I want to go through this, this and this with you. So you actually want to be kind of running that meeting and telling them what you're up to and then asking them for feedback on that. Also, ask a couple of your colleagues about feedback on your performance. So say to them, hey, how do you think I'm doing on X? Do you have any feedback for me? Do you think I should be doing something differently? I think, you know, sometimes I see people in the workplace who are very quiet and you sort of, you need to, people need to know that you're there. People need to know what you're doing um, and you need to sort of put that in front of people. So yeah, I really recommend that as well. Now, what I would say is if you don't have a job description, I would recommend writing one for yourself. So write out what are you actually doing and then take that to your boss and get feedback on that. So that's my tip uh, number one. I, I then would also basically as well, determine the skills that you need to work on and develop a plan to work on them over the next few months. So say for example, you're um, maybe you're a project manager, um, maybe you want to find out more about Agile, you know, could you go and spend some time at a couple of different companies and ask them how they're working in an Agile way? Or perhaps you're working in the digital media side of things. Okay, how's your knowledge on SEO? Maybe you could listen to a couple of podcasts. There's a lot of learning that you can do yourself that you don't necessarily need to argue or ask an organization to provide for you. So yeah, I would check those out, see what those skills are. And then yeah, just make sure you're really having those regular conversations with um, your boss. Okay, so that's tip number one. Okay, tip number two. So tip number two is about can you actually find any extra work? I've always found in organizations the things that actually get you promoted is taking on extra. So working on a special project or putting your hand up for a working group, they're the sort of things that get you noticed. So what you're trying to do is have relationships with a number of different people uh, in that organization and for those people to know who you are. So my recommendation is, you know, really put your hand up, see if there's some extra things, ask your boss, is there something that you would like me to help with? Because I really find they're the things that actually get you noticed. I think the other thing that you can actually do as well is to check with your colleagues 
whether or other stakeholders, whether they need help with anything as well. So I know plenty of times that other departments have needed a hand facilitating something, um, particularly when um, we've worked in an agile way. I've said, you know, let my team members go and help them facilitate something that's, you know, maybe not specifically related to um IT and then you know that kind of gets you exposure to different people gets you exposure to different departments and you know so what you're really kind of trying to do with this is get exposure different work different people and also be seen as someone who's who's a can do and someone who's there to help and someone who will put their hand up to help the organization with the tasks and things that they want to do so you know I I've used this method myself a number of times. I've taken on extra work and, you know, just said, basically kind of said yes. It sort of ties into my piece about, you know, saying yes to opportunity really. So, okay, that's tip number two. Tip number three is ask your boss if you or, you know, a senior stakeholder, if you can go to some more senior meetings to listen in. So, you know, if there's a regular meeting that happens, um, you know, once a week, etc., that you're not invited to, ask them, you know, would they be open to you going and, um, and listening and participating in that meeting? And, um, you know, what, Uh, So this is, again, you know, that exposure, that um, finding out what those key sort of stakeholders are talking about or working on, or even, you know, just ask some of your colleagues if they're having a meeting or if there's a topic that you're interested in, you know, go go and find out about it. Um, Particularly when I was a contractor, so I contracted in the UK for about eight years, I would go and, you know, this ties into tip two as well. I would go and and search out work in those organisations. So, um, you know, I was very much focused on how long can I stay at this organisation as a contract? What's the next work that's coming up? And then how can I kind of put myself in front of people to be able to do that? Okay, so that's tip number three. So ask if you can go along to some meetings, see if you can find out some more information and just get that exposure and get that experience and and see how those meetings are run and, and what happens in those meetings. Okay, so tip four is can you chair a team meeting so um you know i really think the best way to get experience is by doing and by leading so is there a team meeting that you could ask your boss that you could chair um or as well you know ask your boss if they need help preparing for a meeting or presentation so um that gives you experience in understanding what's important to them it gives you experience in how they will think out things And, um, you know, so it also gives you experience in being prepared for those meetings and those presentations. And so I would always spend a lot of time preparing for a senior, preparing for any meeting really, in terms of what am I going to be saying? What do I want to get out of that meeting? um, How is that happening, et cetera? And so I've actually got someone coming up on the podcast who's um, an expert in presentations. And so we're going to really kind of drill down on, the way you present and how you should present um, in an upcoming podcast. So keep your ear out for that. So 
And then I think, you know, tip five is ask if you can co-present on any work that you're working on. So if you're working on something and then your boss is going to take that to another set of stakeholders, ask if you can go along, ask if you can actually put the presentation together or you can co-present and then, you know, post that presentation, what can you do to follow up on or how can you help? Um, you know, I think that's kind of really important. So now tip number six, I think tip number six is a really important tip. And this is how can you start doing the next job before you have the job that you have? And so, um, yeah, it's like, okay, what's the, what's the next job that I'm interested in? And then, you know, what's the job after that? And so how can you start doing some of that before you actually get that job? So people are like, oh, you know, he was already, I say he, I shouldn't say he, I should say she. Uh, she was already doing that. She had already taken on those tasks. It was a natural for her to step uh, into that spot. I think the problem is it's often men put in those positions so that's why I said uh, he instead of she so really just ask your boss how can you how can you help them and is there something that they want to delegate to you so then that becomes your job so you know people are really often keen to delegate things and even you know if your boss is on holidays can you fill in for them so if you know can I attend a meeting for you or an event on your behalf um and so that's really that kind of you start doing that next job. Would you like me to help you with the budgets? Would you like me to organize our next, you know, whatever? Um, so how you, how you can kind of really start taking on some of those things. And, you know, have that conversation with your boss about I'm really interested in, you know, expanding my skills in this area. Okay, tip number seven, what are you learning? I think this is really important. So what skills or learning do you want to work on? So most teams um, in the majority of organizations that I've worked in have a training allocation per person per year. And so um, do your research and find a course that you're interested in and that will bring benefit to your role. You want to put that in front of your boss. So you want to say, I'd like to do X course because I think it will help me in this. And then you know, find a course and ask your boss if they, if you can go to it. Now, if they don't want to pay for training for you, so, um, you know, you might decide to pay for the course yourself. You know, normally this can be, um, tax deductible, but also maybe just ask them, oh, could I have the time off? Um, and I'll pay for the course myself, but it's not, it's not holiday or, so you kind of get that time that you're not, and see see if you can kind of negotiate that with them um and so you know really I think really focus on you know back to that sort of tip two what are the skills that I want to learn for the next role or what are the skills that I think I need to improve on and then okay you know how are you actually going to do that now if your work doesn't want to do that then by all means you know make it happen for yourself so there's been plenty of times in my career that I've paid for courses for myself um, tip eight. So I think get networking inside your company. So, um, 
What I would say is most companies sit down a couple of times a year and talk about their key or their top talent. And so they'll normally kind of categorize things and they'll sit down for a few hours and they'll talk about the careers of each person. Now, what you want is as someone who works there for people to know in the different departments who are represented at that table who you are and have an opinion about you and a good one hopefully and therefore when you're talked about in that meeting they're also saying oh yes I know uh, Jennifer and I think Jennifer would be great to potentially move into a different role or I think she could definitely take on that extra responsibility, etc. So um, I would ask your boss, do you have a top talent process here? And then I'd say, I'd ask them about that and does it happen? And then how can you get on that list? And, um, and so, you know, think about how do you have relationships with the people uh, who are making those decisions? Do they know you? And um, what do they think of you? And how can you kind of create some of that but not in a weird sort of stalkerish way. Now, back to tip two, the special projects and back to, you know, putting your hand up for work and getting yourself noticed. That's kind of how you create those natural relationships. Um, you know, saying hello to people, I think, and asking people how they are also goes quite a long way. Okay. So, you know, get networking inside your company. Now, um, this isn't on my checklist, but what a lot of people don't realize is say, so you're thinking, oh, gee, I really would like to impress the CFO um, and, you know, I don't know them. How am I going to create a relationship with them? So you've always got to remember that you're going to influence people through other people. So if some of their if you work with some of their team members and some of their direct reports you're going to just remember you got you can influence through those people to that higher person so just remember the people around you are going to have a view on you and are going to tell their boss about you etc and so don't underestimate the power of influencing through someone else okay um tip 9 Get networking in your industry. So you probably know this, that most people find a job through their network. So how can you create a network of like-minded individuals in your industry? So now people aren't really getting out to events at the moment, but there's lots of online events happening, etc. How can you uh, go to some of those and meet people? people within your industry. So I think LinkedIn is an in is amazing tool to actually start connecting with people in your industry and to create a profile and a voice for yourself. So I talked about this in my podcast with Lisa T about having having your own profile, having a voice, actually having a presence um, and so I think it's, you know, and Gary V, if anyone's listened to Gary V, he um, goes to town on this stuff. And so, you know, and I saw a, a post on LinkedIn the other day that I shared, which was all about, um, you know, how you expand your resume. And that's by having a profile on uh, LinkedIn and places like that. And, you know, people knowing what you're about before they meet you. So there was a guy on LinkedIn and he's, 
the CMO at Privy and a B2B brand builder. His name's Dave Gerdhart. And he, he said, look, forget networking. Spend your time building something that you want to be known for in your industry. Blog, podcast, YouTube, newsletter. If you can do this, you'll be able to build an asset that can compound over time, traffic, emails for your subscribers, etc. And you'll have actual work to show to a future employee to show that you know your stuff. And you might even be able to create an additional income stream. So would you rather review your resume or 100 episodes of that podcast that you started about sales or those five videos that you made about podcast marketing on YouTube? So take a Dave's advice and uh, yeah, create a profile, get posting. Look, I think also network with people you know as well. So number one. So just um, get out there, create that profile, uh, get networking, um, I have a I have a group of women that over the last couple of years we call ourselves the amazing ladies. Um, we have a little network and we have a little WhatsApp and that we talk to each other. We uh, we haven't been for dinner for a while, but we've had a couple of Zooms and it's a it's a place of like minded industry people, uh, women who have careers and we. Uh, we share jobs that we know about, we share advice, etc., etc. So how can you create that for yourself? I highly, highly recommend that. Okay, so my tip, so that's tip number nine. Tip number 10 is have your own back and tell people what you want to do next in your career. And I think this is super important. And I think, I mean, you know, this, um, I think sometimes, you don't want to put yourself, you don't want to come across as annoying or, you know, that type of thing. But unless you tell someone that what you're aiming for, then no one will know about it. So uh, I would recommend creating a career plan of what is the next job and what skills do you actually need for that? And then who can help you get there? So when I've been the most successful in my career, it's when I've had a more senior person that has actually helped sponsor me into a role they've been that sort of guiding uh person for me now that's been for me that's been informal I've had formal mentors I've had informal mentors but it's really about when you've got a problem with your career it's someone there saying hey you know giving you some advice having done the hard yards themselves and um and I think that's kind of really key so that you know, what do you want? What is the next job? And I'd be like, what is the job after that as well? And it doesn't mean that that's all going to happen in the next year and a half, but it's, but you're aiming for something. So I didn't go from the help desk to CIO by just saying, okay, I, you know, I'm going to stay at the help desk. I was like, when I was on the help desk and I started to want to find a new role, I was like, what is out there? What can I do in this organization? What's that sort of next step that people could see me doing? It kind of feels a bit like a natural progression. And then, okay, what's the piece after that? And then what's the piece after that? And then also it could be, you know what, there isn't anything else for me here at this organization. So I'm going to have to go somewhere different. So when I worked at Woolworths, I felt that it would take me 100 years to be the CIO there. I felt with the culture of that organization 
that it wasn't going to happen. They weren't going to see me as someone senior enough to do that role. I was fairly young at the time. I don't think I I hadn't turned 40 yet. And I probably didn't want to spend the next 10 years trying to make that happen at Woolworths and it, for it not to happen. Um, and in fact, you know, they've the next CIO was someone external. It wasn't someone internal. And um, so therefore I went somewhere else. I decided to take my career to another organisation where I did become CIO, where it did make sense that I could be, you know, Woolworths is a, you know, multi, multi-billion dollar organisation. And um, so you've got to kind of be realistic around what's going to happen. Um, so, you know, what's that next job? And then, you know, what's that job after that? What's the skills that you need and who can actually help you get there? Um, and what support do you need? So, all right. Now I promised, um, tip number 11. So tip number 11 is in terms of working with people. And so often, you know, maybe you're having trouble in a relationship or, you know, sometimes there's kind of interdepartment noise, um, between departments. And I'm always, I, I have a belief um, that you own 50% of a relationship that you have with anyone. So 50% is owned by you, 50% is owned by someone else. Are you bringing your 50% to that relationship? So have you tried to make things happen and work through things Um as much as you can, as much as your 50% will allow. Now, you know, I'm a big believer is you can't change anyone, but if, have you had enough go, of a go to influence with your 50%? That's my tip number 11. So hope you really enjoyed this. Hope these tips help you with your career. Um, If you're interested in talking to me more, by all means, check me out on my website. If you'd like to have a career conversation with me, by all means, um, you know, go to the website. You can book some time in my calendar directly to have a conversation with me about your career. And um, yeah, I really hope that you have a look at these tips that I've shared with you and I think, you know, there's probably something in there for everyone. So yeah, have a great day. Um, and I hope you're, uh, doing your best that you can to ignite your career. All the best. Cheers. Cheers.